Welcome to the HVAC Jerks with your hosts, Rich, Kevin, and Joe. You can email these guys at theboys at thehvacjerks.com. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the HVAC Jerks. My name is Rich, and I'm here with Kevin and Joe, as always. And we are the hosts the hosts of this ridiculous You're mess. the hostess? No, that's not he me. Like is that what he said? Right, he was, case, I'm the hostess? Over. I'm, I'm done. Host. <laughs> we're doing this again. Keep going. This is great. This is great stuff. We're now with the hostess. I'm so happy you finally came out, Rich. You might want to work on your hair. Oh, man, these guys are rough. All right. So, all right. So, you know who we are, and we're glad you stopped by to join us today. But I also noticed, actually, that we're a little light on emails from the audience. So, I want to encourage everybody out there to Shoot us some emails at the boys at the HVACjerks.com and give us some ideas for topics or things that you guys want us to talk about, you guys and girls. Um, I mean, we will come up with our own topics, but we want to hear what you guys want to hear about. And, yeah, tell us we'll what you think. Tell us anything, any tell feedback. Feedback us. is great. So, all right. So, um, in the past, we uh, started a little bit on employee training, and that was meant to be uh, a multi part segment and uh we're gonna work on part two today so joe what are we doing with this well we their last training was employee training as the employee which meant uh you know employee initiative on its on his own but this time we're going to look at employee training from the perspective of the employer so what a company should be doing as as the principal to his employees or her employees. Um, that so, could be a manager, too. Or a manager. This is incumbent on to make successful teamwork and having the best prepared guys going out to do your bidding. Um, so I think it's important to, that employers take a listen on, on what we're about to say or anybody out there who's looking to start a company. Uh, a lot of things have changed in the past 20 years where training has become a huge part of our industry. It's a big lacking in our right? industry. Right. Well, it's, it's still there. there's still a lot of holes in it. Big holes. But there's so much new technology and, and uh, new kinds of equipment that are introduced every year. Uh, it's mind-boggling and trying to keep up. So the companies who don't train their people to go out there because eventually they're going to find these products in the field that's going to directly relate to their service or repairs or or even installations, and if they're not up to speed, they lose. It's amazing that there's companies that don't believe that there's any merit to training these days. There well, hasn't, it Kevin, hasn't been any reason to, they couldn't justify the merit. A couple things would happen. One is they, they would train them, and then they would want more money Yeah. to, to work, work on, on equipment that the boss or the owner felt was, you know, furnace is a furnace, a boiler is a boiler. Like, it, you know, I don't care if it's blue or green or yellow. It doesn't matter what right. – it's still a boiler is a boiler. Back to that, it's a Beckett mentality that I've talked about in the past. So we're trying to overcome that that mentality with these companies and get away from that old, like, redundant mentality of – Yeah, I mean, is, this, can go, this can go back to from going to sweating to press fittings, right? right? It was a big transition to go from doing sweating on pipes to doing press fittings. There was a larger commitment from the employer to have to pony up the money to buy the equipment. And then the, the, the parts themselves are expensive, but they worked through it. They, they, they went through it. Now, the equipment has become so much more sophisticated. Technology is forcing Right. And uh, I say to the, the people who are not taking advantage of training their people, it's directly affecting your bottom line. And I think that uh, penny wise is dollar foolish in this yeah, instance. Absolutely. Especially so, today's day and age. You, gotta, you have to stay on top of it. And, and, and uh, there's a lot of manufacturers, and, and mine specifically, we, we don't charge. 
not only do we not charge, we put you up, we feed you. These guys are the best. Yeah, so it's, it, you know, work Alcohol. with the right companies. Work out there with people because, to tell you the truth, as a manufacturer's representatives, we love training because it's less headaches for us. Yeah, our, our, tech, our tech line stupid calls go down. Right. We still get our share, but the more that we do these trainings, and I do them all the time throughout my territory— the better off the company is because the first thing the people do is blame the equipment. And that's not necessarily the equipment's fault. You know, a lot of this, this this training stuff starts back from, or Kevin, what you're always talking about is a lot of employers not wanting to train their people. It's a mental block. That comes from oil companies specifically, I think, because yeah, absolutely. They, they want to keep... It, it I don't seems know how it is like, in other parts of the country. I just know from my experience you know, where we are in the Northeast, that seems to be the mentality. As long as the equipment is running, then they're selling oil. So they don't they're care how efficient oil, it really is. Well, they don't I, care I'll, I'll go even one better. A lot of oil companies um, they want bodies. Joe, I just wanted to tell you that last week nobody called in or requested a picture of your big head. Okay, Sorry. good. Just, I, <laughs> this is the jerk part, okay, <laughs> if anybody's wondering. Um, but uh, well, We have I, 105 on Instagram. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Jerks. But the bottom line, what I was saying is most oil companies want bodies, and they only have one or two real service technicians or managers, right? 10% of you and guys And so what they good. do is a customer calls in, they need a service call, they rush right over, they get there, the and guy goes into that, well, let me see what I can do. Then they call the service manager to walk them through the repair. Right. So they don't need to send their guys out for training. They just well, want a short-term satisfaction Correct. to the customer. So customer feels warm and fuzzy because right. somebody showed up. We had 35,000 customers, and we had 87 service technicians, and that is the exact mentality. Okay. Just get a body to show up. Oh, it's something I can't do. I don't have the part. We'll send somebody back. Right, exactly. Hours. Buys time. Send that guy to the next one. We know he's not going to fix it. Exactly. Send somebody else. Everybody right. Until the better. They're in the loop. They feel like they've been taken care of. Right. However, this does not apply for smaller companies. Um, Absolutely not. You do that, you're out of no, business. Right. And, and the smaller right. company's big. And I don't the mean owners to interrupt. Give us the phone call. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's true. The times. owners generally the ones taking the call. But um, they're, they're always complaint from employers from. Uh, from, as I recall, or, or still, that they feel that they're paying for this training to make their employees better so that they can go out and leave and go to some, work well, somewhere else for more money. And it's a legitimate fear. It's it, legit because it, it, in, the, in the past 20 years, that has been true. However, 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 though, the, the employer has an opportunity, and sometimes it doesn't work, to really value that employee that they're putting the money on to say, I'm going to give you no reason to leave because I'm going to treat you so well. Yeah, you're not going to want to leave. We're talking the past 20 years, not right. now. Well, not well, now. well we're, we're, we're trying to address 20. them getting to go there now. Correct. So our what we're trying to talk about is how the perception uh, going forward should be X, Y, and Z. Right. I'm talking about what you're referring to is that employee's mentality 15 years ago was not to pay the guy top dollar so he doesn't leave. Right. He Like you just said, he needed a heartbeat. Hey, if you, you want $2 more an hour, take a hike, pal. I got another $10 an hour guy standing here. Exactly. I, I could dress my kid up in a shirt and send him over there to go look. look well, let's, let's talk about the other side of the coin, though. Why is it important for an employer to train have well, his today, guys well, trained? It's the technology. And, and, and companies today, are, are the Internet is so powerful. 
you know, for homeowners, for employees, for employ employers. Uh, the internet's out there. Equipment's out there. People are selling boilers on Amazon. You could buy hot air furnaces on you know websites all over. You know, so this is what you were talking about. The future of this business is going to go to a dot com industry. Um, you're going to see manufacturing warehouses go down. You know, you're not going to see them as often. Uh, I don't think they're going to go away. I think that you'll see it get. Re Some of them will close down. Stores will consolidate. You know, just like. You know, all these other major outfits out there, Sears and Caldors and all oh, these Sears is going bankrupt yeah, today. You know, they're all going down because of these dot-coms. Yeah. They're so powerful. But when, you, when you're talking equipment availability, it's one thing. But when you when, training, and I've, I, I've referred to this time and time again, and I'll do it again. The automotive industry is my example. And 25, 30 years ago, everybody was a monkey. There was a grease monkey somewhere. Yep. A shop on every corner. A I was shop in every corner. Every you know, look, you made poor life decisions. You could be a mechanic. It wasn't right. something right. you aspired to. It wasn't something you looked forward to doing. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you had to, you could make money as a mechanic. Put a pantyhose on there instead of a belt. Listen to a screwdriver. <laughs> fix a car, right? <laughs> you, you know. So boy, but, are we from different but, neighborhoods? But, <laughs> but today, but today you, you you need a degree from NASA to work on a car. Yeah. Right, you don't need to be a, a busted knuckles mechanic. Right. You're a guy who needs a you need a freaking IT diploma. So the employer needs but, people that know, but or so understand. So I was saying, you know, so let's look at the automotive. Right? Did 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 car companies go out and just heavily train the industry? No, nobody was out there training their guys. They had to because the equipment forced them to do it. The technology changed. Cars changed. Emissions. Now mechanics Huge. are going to universities. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So the, the, the industry shifted, right? And now all of a sudden people go to their bar on Friday night, hit a little happy hour, and they talk to their team. Hey, little Johnny's going to be a mechanic. Little Susie's going to be a mechanic. And everybody's going, wow, that's great. Benefits, 120 grand a year. Good for that, man. Ford's got a great retirement plan. You know, so they look at it completely different. As a societal, right? So we're in the midst of that right now. And companies, we're talking about dot-coms dot taking over. Companies, smaller outfits that don't jump on board, that don't realize that training is important, they are going to dissipate. Right. They will go away because the technology and the demand of the, the industry will force you to train or get out. In other words, this is an opportunity for the forward-looking companies to train their guys Highly early. train them. So they can be out in front of the curve. I don't think a company has a, a choice. They have to be forward thinking. They have thinking. to do it. They're going to have to. And, and I'm agreeing with you. There, there's, 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 I'm agreeing with you. I think if they don't, they'll be left in, in the dust. They have to be going forward. Yeah. There's, there's oil companies still out there in our area. Maybe this, is, this doesn't apply down south, but, but you know, anywhere. Let, let's break this down even further because I think this actually relates to what I said in the other segment. There has to be an onboarding process. The employer has to know what he expects from this employee. He's going to know what the guy is capable of when he does his interview. So that's got to be a comprehensive thing so that he knows what he's getting into when he's hiring that process, right? And so he needs to know what this guy is capable of at that time so he can say, I want to be able to take this guy to the next level. That's, I, that's kind of a sore subject for me because in the past when I was hiring guys, there were so many guys that came out of tech school that knew some theory but they had book. no real book. Yeah, but you're you're speaking to one aspect. I'm talking about if you're hiring a guy, it's not necessarily somebody coming from a a university or a college or a technical institute. Right. It may be coming from another company coming to work and saying, you know, here's my qualifications. This is what I've done. This is my experience. Okay, Mr. Jones, 
This is how we, uh, Company X does business. We have a process. We're going to train you to do things our way. We're going to show you how to do our paperwork. We're going to show you exactly what we expect of you. Yeah, okay, they right. need to have an onboarding so that's, process. That, that's so the, That's the, the, the owner of the company recognizing or having the time, too. We're talking if on bigger outfits, they have that time. Yeah, but you know what? It, it, it's X amount of middle but this, this kind of this, this kind of yes, but this kind of work can be delegated, right? Oh, you yeah. have internal staff right. that does that kind of you stuff, would, you, but, but there always. has to be a process, right? right. But you, so for the smaller companies that are out there, that maybe have one or two guys working for them, and the, and the owners have you are the internal staff. Well, right, you are everything. Right. So it's hard for them. Maybe they don't have the time to do it. You know. So keep that in mind moving forward, small guys. You know, as you grow. Joe's right. You know, you're going to have to build this program um, in your head. You're going to have to come up with this process like anything else. And, you know, look, if you're going to troubleshoot anything, you, you need to understand the process. Right. So that goes for business, too. You have to understand how this is going to work. You have to establish a process, uh, a list of expectations, uh, put it out, put it in play, delegate it from there. Right. And if you know, you're, so, but if you're not going to do that, you, you need to be ready to pay. If you have right. then you're going to have to hire. But, the guys uh, speaking from a manufacturer's point of view, um, and, and, and all you companies that are out there that, that work and put specific types of equipment in, every one of these manufacturers or manufacturers' reps will come and train people at your facility so that you're not paying somebody to travel, you're not paying gas or vans or— Make sure it's not new product training. No, Just and you get, have to specify, we're working on your product. This your is what we expect. You as a company can say, this is what I want. Right. They may also say, listen, we can't do it on an individual basis, but this is our next seminar. This is where we're going to be training next. Hey, business guys, Please. These, these major companies put money We spend thousands, put of, dollars thousands of, dollars of dollars a year on the training side, people. Just for training yeah. all your Take advantage. If you're dealing with Ari Michael Company, you're dealing with um, you know, Rao, or you're dealing with a win company, they have money set aside, allotted in an account, just to pay for training. Absolutely. So if there's a, a Fujitsu, and the manufacturers a kick in as well. Yeah, and, and so, you know, you got to call your sales guy and say, hey, man, I got to get my guy into something. I want a factory training. Even if it's two days, uh, they, they could waive the fee. I know these, and this, this is another turnoff for me is when manufacturers are charging me money to learn about the product they want me to sell. So I have a problem swallowing that pill. I don't like it. I think it's bullshit. Um, but you can talk to your suppliers. Uh, as Rich can contest to, and Joe, these guys have worked for, you know, these big corporations uh, that have multiple stores and, and whatnot. So, you know, they'll tell you that there's big chunks of money sitting over there, just like, oh, shit money. There's training yeah. money. Yeah, and they get that money from the manufacturers, they too. They get it so from the manufacturers, yeah. and they set it aside. Like, say, hey, you know, you know I don't know. It's called co-op funds. USG group or whatever it says, you know, I'm going to sell, um, you know, a man of air handlers or Goodman product or something. And, you know, for me to do that, I need a hundred thousand dollars on the side just so it's like a slush fund. So I get some, you know, a slam, a unit that got banged up, whatever, but talk to your sales rep. There's money there. Get it. Take advantage of that money. And I could tell Save you for the guys. most part, today's day and age, most manufacturers won't charge. Yeah. They won't charge for training. I, uh, I, I, I refuse to pay for it. I, I, and I, I, I kind of understand. I, I really do. I'm talking from a business point. You know, right. So as a business owner, I get it, but I fight for it. Right. Like, you want me to sell your product? you got to train me. Man. Right, right. Train my guys. Like, yeah. why, why would you not want And, that, and you have you to know? understand it's in our best interest to do so because I, well, we have a lot less. Yeah. Well, they don't want to hear it. You know, they want to charge me 800 bucks to go to a two-day class. 
you know, really? And, and you charge me top dollar, you don't help me There, There else. is some other you know, folks so. that still charge out there. Um, but, you know, we, we look Food's at things. Good. Right. We, we look at it as a progressive thing. It's, it's something that's important to us because we, our whole foundation is on technology. Our whole foundation is on learning. So it's in our best interest to have the most qualified people handling our products. So we don't have comebacks. We don't have those nuisance call that destroy um, actual funds and, and, and stuff that we can put towards learning. Helps me get into the, the uh, hotline number a lot quicker. Too yeah, when yeah. I'm not that's with, right. You know, it those does. poor guys get, you know, they, when you call, how frustrating is that, right? When you right. call up, with, yeah, you, you know, can't, something you gotta wait a line for half an hour, an hour. talking to you like you're an idiot. You know, okay, well, let's go back up and turn the power off. Like, I already did that, pal. I'm not going back up there. You know, you're not talking to one of these knuckleheads, you know. and you gotta, Yeah, but to their to their, uh, to to their, their defense, it's a knucklehead call most of the time. Absolutely. Let's go back to the manager and the owner's point of view as far as, you know, really basic. I mean, what's their motivation to, to come into work any day, every day anyway? It's it's making money, and the more trained their technicians are, well, I can even the argue that point. You're going to have. I can even argue that point. Well, you, it, not only, that's your thing, though. No, you no, just no, argue. But, no, but it's to your point. It is to make money. No, no, no. I agree 100%. It is to make money, but it's also to minimize a loss. And that's what they're they're not looking at it when they're, they're, they're stopping training. So if they're all about making money, then train your guys. I'm, Train your guys, be more efficient. I keep going back to the most basic stuff. I have got how many guys, how many condensate leaks do you see from guys that did something don't really stupid? Gravity. They don't understand gravity. <laughs> I had a guy once that that had this, he had a condensate line in an attic and it went about 20 feet and it was pitched about, a, I don't know, a quarter inch per foot or so. And at the end, right before it went down, it had to go over a beam. And the guy said, you know, so it had to go up three inches. So I said, what are you thinking? He said, well, I figured the condensate would get enough speed down the hill and then it would go over the beam. You, <laughs> did you did you calculate the speed? Of the well, there's no account for the uh, degree of knuckleheads that are out there, too. And, I'm not gonna bang guys, the table. Be, I'm yeah, sorry. Please don't <laughs> be a jerk, but don't <laughs> be knucklehead. Yeah. You know, like you know, get get better, guys. Get there's better, some things really. you just can't teach. <laughs> you know, it's just the way it is. So there's a lot of stupid out yeah, there. There's a lot of stupid. We can't fix it, but we could try. And and, and this goes back to like how many guys are out there busting knuckles in their garage. You yeah. can reduce callbacks by the right train. How many right. how many mechanics do you know out there that are just working out of their garage like they did 25 years ago? If you install an AC, right. This, you this, break down on the side of the road who you call, AAA, someone yeah, tells you to bring you to a garage, the guy's making top dollar, he's yeah. got some kind of badass machine he's going to hook up and tell you right. 97 things that are wrong with your car. Right. Because you can't do that on the side of the road. I, well, I, here's I, a simple question. You're, you're a business owner, and you have experience in this. You don't want to spend money on training somebody. Right, you think it's an in, uh, something that it's inherent to you to get paid by um, somebody who's selling the product to you, and I agree to you to that point. But I'm speaking to the people who don't want to train their guys at all. How much money are are you paying to go back to a job on a callback? That's, I was just going to say that well, you spend five days installing a job and then you got to go back three times. Yeah, you're not so you your profits it. going out the window. Understood. I agree 100. percent That's why I'm 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 for training. My Do you understand? Because we're trying to teach you now. Yeah. Well, I hope yeah. You know, look, I'm always <laughs> I'm always willing to learn. Remember when we first met? You said I don't need you. I don't need a salesman. I don't need a salesman. Need a what salesman. am I doing here? I don't need a salesman. What and from that, it became a I dependent. See, I needed an, an assistant. So <laughs> <laughs> to answer my phone. Yeah, calls. you're doing fine. No, nah, no. Nah. So, so, yeah, I mean, it, you know, look, guys that are running businesses, if you're out there and you're listening to this, trust me, you, it's worth it. You want your guys to be better. Don't fear that they're going to hop up and run to another company. What they're going to do that whether you're training them or not. Right. What about they're, customer complaints? 
oh, look, all the benefits, and, and, and there's customer complaints. You have a happier employee, right? You Absolutely. It's more confident in what he's doing. And then there's happy hours. He's got support. Right, your employee now feels like you got his back. He feels like you care about like him, care and he's about more likely to he's stay. Part of the team, yes. you know. So your managers out there, same thing, guys. Like this builds camaraderie. It does. And don't be afraid to have an expectation of that training. Yeah, no, don't again, be afraid man. to tell your employee, "Look, I'm I'm sending you there because I have a lot of faith in you, but I also expect something from you." I for this. I want to yeah. see you tear that thing down. Don't be afraid. You're giving them something. Expect something. No. no. So you know, have expectations. Have demands. Um, but you have to do it. The technology is too great. It's too fast. We have to stay on top of it. You, the benefits in it will reap rewards because this industry, it's not happening right now, but it will be changing. And we're going to be in the automotive situation where your mechanics are making a hundred plus thousand dollars a year. They're highly trained. They know what they're doing. Yep. And it, that's just where this is. Well, going. I can tell you what goes going. on with my company overseas. There are you. You may be a contractor installing them, but once you install them, you give up possession. It goes back to the factory techs to go out and do the service and repair on all right. the units but if you, you install. You don't install them correctly. You don't install them there for, for that company yeah, exactly. Again. So guess what? You yeah. You, you you're right. We, we are leading towards that. We are That's leading towards it's gonna be there. the it's dealers gonna be. of yeah, of the it, the heating world. We're being forced to do it. You know, so, you know, you as an employee have, has to be the best that you can be. And employers, you have to put down that old mentality, think outside the box, accept these changes. It's happening. Uh, the, the, a lot of the stuff we're talking about and a lot of this piss poor attitude with these old timers is, is, is oil companies. And, and you know, a lot of so a lot of our listeners that are down south and out west, they don't they don't deal with oil companies like we do here. So I, I can't imagine it's the same way. They are starting to change, though. They are getting into air conditioning and, and other parts yeah, of the business. You know, here, so, you know, service departments were a write-off. They weren't meant to. Right. You know, they were never designed to generate income. Um, you know, so so when I threatened, you know, it wasn't even a threat, but when I said I was going out on my own, they just kind of giggled like, hey, "Okay, you know, we'll see you in a couple of weeks." Yeah. You know, because there's no money in service. That's their attitude. There's right. no money in service. Of course, there is. It's a lost leader for them. Because they make so much money on the oil. God bless them. Yeah, you well, know, if that's what they want to do. Charge you fifty cents more a gallon. They're padding their price. Uh, you know, they give people. Homeowners were trained over the last thirty. I have no years problem with what, what they're doing. I have no problem with them making money and exploiting. Not, not. I think exploiting is the wrong word. I no, think that's they're exactly what they're doing. Well, whatever it is, it's supply and demand, scary. right? It's supply and demand. It's well, not the industry's changed. How many people now pay attention to their oil bills or their gas bills or their yes, but that's bills? where competition it, comes in, right? right well, what, so what, then you go to that cash guy and say, "I'm not going to pay your 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 uh, uh, ransom. I'm going to go to a cash guy." Right. And um, how, many, how many people are paying attention to their 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 cost of uh, people who have right, people right. who have. Tight everybody. budgets will. No, everybody right. has because because the price of, when we had the oil spike and the gas spike and all the prices were going up and people are like, oh, you got to get electric cars and you got to do this. You got to. I need fifty-seven gallons to the mile because gas is four dollars a gallon. Right. Heating oil was four or five dollars a gallon. Right. So people all of a sudden were paying attention. Like, well, geez, you know, there's got to be a, a cheaper place. There's got to be another spot that I can find. So all of a sudden, people started paying attention. Like, holy crap. I'm paying all this extra money. What do you mean it's a dollar eighty cheap or somewhere else? Hey, listen, a a gallon. necessity is the mother of invention, well, right? <laughs> all those years that these oil companies have been gouging their customers, and and they still show homage to them, and there's loyalty. It drives yeah. me crazy. Drives well, me. Let's crazy. not get too far off the the oil. The, right, so the, training the training part, but, but the what benefits, I, the benefits <clears throat> of the training are big. There's what, enormous. Well, how about this? How about um, company pride? What? 
you know companies, you know service companies out there where the guys are bad-mouthing their own companies all the time because they hate who they work for and they have no respect for the people they work for. I think— it's important that it's I think it's really important to have your employees. Well, that that right there is management. That's ownership. That is bad camaraderie. That's bad team play. Um, they're not feeling part of the team. Training is right in there. So there's a lot to that. That's not just training, but that's also no, of how course you're it's not just training. Of course not. And how you treat your employees. But that's part of it. You know, like if you're if you're a jackass and you're beating the hell out of your guys and you talk to them like crap and you, you yell at them and, you know, you don't respect them and you don't give them the time that they need off and, you know, hey, my dog's sick. Or there's whatever. a lot in the, there's under a lot that umbrella, yes. To that. So guys that are going in and talk shit about the guy that was in there before that, yeah. that's bad business. That's bad business, and I will tell you right now, guys, that if you're doing that, uh, you will not have a job in your industry in your area. You will have to eventually move out of your area. From the employer's point of view, they can create a lot of good goodwill and good faith to their employees by sending them to some training and giving them respect to train them. Yeah, I mean, look, putting them through training is a sign of respect, a sign of investment. Yeah. You know, I got your back, man. Like, yeah, you and, and for the, and, part of the team. Yeah, and for the sake you, of repeating myself, better. right. I want and, you to be better, man. Like, I, again, for the sake of repeating myself, this goes back to the onboarding process. It, they need to know where they stand. They need to get that company value up front. They need to know, listen, you're coming to work for me. This is the level of quality. This is the level of excellence this company carries. They need to understand you're not coming into a fly-by-night operation. You're coming into my company. Company. You're a representative and ambassador of my company. I'm growing my company right. every day. So, so that, that's the guys, first and foremost. You're in a ground level. Companies. Gonna, you were starting off at two guys. I had two employees, three employees. Now we're up to five employees. You guys are getting in a ground level. We keep doing this for the next 15, 20 years. You guys would be aces on, at the end of the day. Or in top you know, senior management. Top senior management. That's what I'm saying. You're going to move and grow with us, and I'm going to take care of you. You know why? Because I respect loyalty. I appreciate it. I'm a loyal guy. I don't like to jump around. Um you know, so I, I want my guys to be loyal. I want my guys to feel safe. You know, I don't go home and go count my money like Scrooge McDuck and swim in it and, and you know, and, and, and do a Mr. Krabs. You do, don't you? But, I do. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know so yeah. I, I literally worry about, like, I had a guy come work for me. He didn't even have heat in his house. I'm like, are you kidding me, man? We're in the middle of winter. You don't have heat? And he's like, well, my furnace broke. And, I don't, you know. Well, you got to I have no money. Work for a heating company, bro. Like, you know, so I went out and bought him a furnace. I yeah. didn't ask for any money. I don't want any money. Yeah. I want my man to be comfortable so he right. can come into work the next day. Yeah, you're sick. far and few between, but, but you know, so look, that's, 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 that's that says me. a great deal about you and your company, well, right? You know, that, look, these guys are loyal. I that mean, goes to your reputation. They're and out there hustling and they bust their ass and they know that. Of course. You know, look, I of course. Every day is a good day. I have my bad of course. days. I yell. I get grumpy. I'm pissy. Yeah. I'm, I'm but, a mean old. You? But all Come this on. goes to the company reputation man. also. And, and I mean, let's face it. There's a lot of competition out there. That's and nice. you need to figure out ways every a way every day to try to differentiate differentiate yourself from the other guy. And, you know, why should they call you instead of the guy down the block? It's not about and a pretty shirt and a nice pair of no, pants. No, man. It, it, but it's it, it does help, a big though. part it of it. <laughs> pretty shirt and nice pair of pants yeah, does yeah, help. No your, that's that so first front. So employees, you know, employees are key. They need to be trained. Employers. Don't be scared. You, it, it, look, you're, you're talking less callbacks. You're talking better confidence level with your customers. Company pride. You're, you're talking company pride, company confidence, com- camaraderie. Employee retention. Build a team. Right. It's a team. It sounds corny and cliche, but damn, it's true, man. These guys want to feel part of something. And also, I think it's important for the customer to understand, uh, the, the employer to understand, um, you got to lead by example. You got to show them how you want it done, mm-hmm. the way things are acceptable and not acceptable. 
You got to be the guy setting the bar. You have to be the one to say, this is the way it is. I take no substitute. Fewer mistakes, less material. Less material, fewer mistakes, more cost-effective, more it's, profit. It's a win for everybody. Yeah. So, you can't so get around. Now, I'm going to throw this out there. Where do you find good training? Because this is a big problem for me. You know, I'm, I, I, there's BOCES programs out there. It's there's... tough for a small guy like you to, to put your own training into place because you just don't have enough people and enough time and money and right. space but, and everything well, else. Well, this so is where, space. wait a minute, Maybe I got your answer. No, I got. I have your answer. I have your answer. Apex techs. No, but I have your answer. Your supply houses have these answers. They have companies who are supporting the products that they sell who do these kinds of trainings. Uh, no, not necessarily. They have hydronics 101 training. From, well, Kevin's going to say right. that that's too often a sales pitch. It's not. It's sometimes not. it is. Some, most but, of the time but not when they're teaching hydronics 101. They're going to say right. they're going to talk about their product. Rightly so. They can right. plug their product. Well, if we're talking about ours, right. they can't have the class in January. I'm, I'm exactly. Gonna, I'm going to go to, so. and say I'm going to talk about me again for a minute now. because you know, It's always I about you. I started doing these ahead, trainings, Rick. and as soon as I started training on HVAC basics, guys are asking me for low-voltage training because nobody ever showed them. And I might have said this in one of the other podcasts. Hey, I went to school for they that. They don't Wires, even know. You? Yeah. <laughs> but they don't even know what the symbols on the multimeter mean. You need to train these guys on the basics. Exactly. I'll give you, I'll give you something. Years ago, I went to an HVAC electrical class, and none of it had to do with equipment. None of it had to do what you find in the field. Right. I was like, I came here to learn how to work on equipment in the field, right. not the the basic of electrical uh, theory. theory. I mean, you know, I, I understand that's a big part of it, but let's yeah. move on from there. Let's. I'm not looking at uh, to make resistors and, Employers, and, and if your guys can't right. put in a Ribley relay and don't know what to do with it, then that's it. a problem, man. You need to right. probably the easiest thing to put in yeah. from somebody who has experience. You know, but, but there, you just said it in a nutshell. It's the easiest thing to put in from somebody who has experience. Right. So That's the, indicative of you to teach your guys how to do that. There's so many holes in training. So, guys, you know, I, I can't emphasize it enough. You know, you, 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 look, it's going to build your reputation. It's going to benefit you. You're going to get better reviews. People are going to talk. They're going to say, oh, man, I had this guy Johnny over. What a great what a great representation of his company. He came in. He was super educated. He was smart. Uh, you know, he knew what he was talking about. He spoke with confidence. That's what you want. Right. That's what you want. Exactly. These guys are your front row, man. They're your front row. They're out there dealing with the customers. They're your hands-on down in the ditches, man. These guys are At the end of the hustling. day, the tech is the gospel. The tech, look, yep. the tech is the man. He's selling the He's, selling he's the your whole company. Yeah. He's bringing your sales guy in. He's the guy walking in the door. Respect he him. He is your front man. Let him know you respect him. He's your him. window. Yeah. Right? Exactly. He's your window, right? So what do you got in your window? Right? Keep, yeah. you know, keep your minds open. Don't get caught in this old school. Yeah, we're not talking red light districts here, okay? Yeah, well, keep your mind <laughs> yeah. over the training. Where and, does and your tool go? don't be afraid of it. All Take right. advantage of it. Train these guys. Make them the best they can be. Guys, be the best you can be. All right, we're just about out of time again. So, again, we hope you enjoyed this week's show. And if you did, please tell your friends all about us and give us a five-star rating if you like what you heard. Remember, you can visit us at the HVACjerks.com, and if you have any questions or comments, where you, we'll try to picture a Joe's big head again. And, and congratulate yeah. Rich, too, for coming out, as he said in the beginning of the episode. <laughs> uh, jerks. You can email us at theboys at the HVACjerks.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And, Rich, and I just want to thank you week. for being a great hostess. <laughs> yeah, we'll never live that one down. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. You guys are jerks.
the HVAC Jerks on Facebook and Instagram.